Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to Isaiah chapter 31. Isaiah chapter 31 may be divided into two parts. Part 1, 1 to 3, prophesies woe unto all who rely on the arm of flesh rather than on God. Specifically, Judah had relied on Egypt's military powers for deliverance rather than trusting in God. But but the woe applies to us if we rely on our armies, weapons of war, or other means of temporal deliverance or security rather than on our God. Part 2, verses 4 through 9, speaks mainly to us today. If we, who are part of Zion, will cast away our wickedness as one casts away false gods, then the Lord will defend Zion. He will be like a mighty lion roaring on his prey, or like a bird flying protectively over her nestlings to preserve them. He will use his mighty sword to protect Zion. That was in the book called Understanding Isaiah. Verse 1. Woe to them that go down to Egypt or America for help and stay or rely on horses and trust in chariots because they are many, and in horsemen because they are very strong, but they look not unto the Holy One of Israel, neither seek the Lord. Trust in the Lord, not weapons of defense. Yet he who also is wise and will bring evil or calamity upon evildoers and will not call back his words, but will arise against the house of the evildoers and against the help of them that work iniquity. Now the Egyptians are men, Israel should put her trust in God, not America, and not God or gods, and their horses flesh and not spirit. When when the Lord shall stretch out his hand, both he that helpeth shall fall, and he that is holpen or helped shall fall down, and they all shall fall together, or fail together. Both Egypt and they who trusted in Egypt shall fall. For thus hath the Lord spoken unto me, like as the lion and the young lion roaring on his prey, when a multitude of shepherds is called forth against him, he will not be afraid, or their voice, nor abase himself for the noise of them. So shall the Lord of hosts come down to fight for Mount Zion and for the for the hill thereof. The Lord will arise against those who do evil, placing their confidence in Egypt's military strength rather than seeking help from the Lord. As birds flying or hovering over their young, so will the Lord of hosts defend is, defend Jerusalem. Defending also, he will deliver it, and passing over, he will preserve it. Turn ye unto him, from whom the children of Israel have deeply revolted. They knowingly revolt. For in that day every man shall cast away his idols of silver and his idols of gold, which your hands have made unto you for a sin. Then shall the Assyrian fall with the sword, or Assyria shall be destruction from God, shall by destruction from God. Not of a mighty man, the Lord will do it, and the sword, not of a mean man, shall devour him, but he shall flee from the sword, and his young men shall be discomfited. And, and that's confused and wandering. And he shall pass over to his stronghold for fear, and his princes shall be afraid of the ensign, saith the Lord, whose fire is in Zion and his furnace in Jerusalem. So that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see what happens next time. Come back. Bye.